Welcome to the CBIA BizCast powered by Google. I'm Amanda Marla with CBIA and today we are joined by Mike LaBella, the commercial market president for TD Bank in Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Southeastern Massachusetts. You got a ball. All right, well we are so excited to have you here and TD Bank is the title sponsor for um, CBIA's Made in Connecticut Manufacturing Summit later this month. October 27th, so we're really excited for that. Um, you know, and excited to hear from you a little bit about what you guys have been doing um, in Connecticut. Great, thanks Amanda, it's great to be here. Um, and so I do want to talk about the summit a little bit later on, but for now let's start, tell us a little bit about TD Bank's presence in Connecticut. Connecticut was one of the first places. Yeah, we've been in Connecticut a long time. Um, Many people may remember um, Bank North and TD Bank North, so it's been a, uh, a growing uh, history in Connecticut. But at, at this point, we're, we're 56 uh, branch locations, our stores as we call them, um, $9.5 billion in deposits and 700 employees, uh, three regional offices. So we were well committed to the state uh, with a lot of uh, employees and, uh, and personal stories here. For the bank itself. You guys are doing a lot of work with individuals, but also a lot of businesses. Um, why do you think that Connecticut is a good place, um, well, for TD Bank, but also for these businesses that are work working here? You know, a lot comes down to the workforce, and we have a, a very highly educated workforce. Um, and when you look at that workforce and look at the industries that we serve, everything from aerospace to pharmaceutical to insurance, um, you know, it's really uh, the manufacturing base, um, submarine building. I mean, we do it all here. And uh, for a small state, we have, you know, an incredible array of top-notch industries. Uh, and, and again, a very highly educated workforce. Yeah, there's so many different manufacturing programs, whether it's from UConn or one of the community colleges that are feeding in. Yeah, yeah, the colleges have really stepped up with advanced manufacturing uh, courses to really help the manufacturing base. We can always use more, but uh, it's certainly a help to, uh, to the industry. And over the years, I know you, TD Bank has worked with so many different manufacturers, but during the pandemic, uh, you know, you became crucial to, to so many businesses, especially with the PPP loans. Can you tell me a little bit about that, kind of now reflecting on it? We stepped forward with billions of dollars in loans. Um, you know, we're coming to the end of that now, but companies, it was really, um, their lifeline uh, for many companies. Uh, it provided them the ability to keep their employee, employee base um, and while also changing their manufacturing style. You know, some had to go to obviously a remote workforce, others changed their product uh, to provide uh, personal protection um, uh, devices. So it was really uh, an incredible couple years really to see what happened in the manufacturing space. And how do you think, we talked to a couple of different manufacturers who said we needed TD Bank through that. Why do you think that it was, uh, you guys played such an important role or how do you think that you supported them best? You know, it, it really was supporting, you know, the funds were there. And it's, as you know, you know, especially now, we're really seeing the benefit of supporting the workforce. Because had we lost more of our workforce and not being able to, uh, to pay them and keep them on, on payroll, um, we could have lost even more of our critical uh, workforce in Connecticut. So I think we're really, we're shorthanded now. We're, we're not back to where we need to be, but it could have been much, much worse had we not uh, 
stepped up and really protected our workforce. And TD Bank really assisted in helping companies figure out the funding and, and how they could keep things going, even though maybe they weren't bringing in as much money. Yeah, yeah. You know, some companies uh, did very well. Others, obviously, you know, different industries, as we all know, hospitality still isn't back to where it was, but, you know, that's certainly an area that suffered the most. But some industries actually did okay during the pandemic, uh, and the PPP money certainly helped. And we know that there's so many aspects um, to the pandemic that are continuing to, we're feeling the brunt of them. Supply chain um, is just one example. How is TD Bank working to continue to help supporting these small businesses? You know, it's interesting. A year ago, we sat here and we looked at near 0% interest rates. We looked at uh, still being uh, just coming out of the pandemic, not knowing where the economy was going to go. And uh, today we have 8% inflation, you know, the highest in 30 years. We have interest rates that are rising. And it just shows, you know, what businesses in, in, in and of themselves have to go through and how fast they have to change. You know, and we're really there to support them because, you know, as you look at manufacturers today, just saying that they're going from, you know, raw material purchase to work in process to finished goods to selling a product, just that one statement takes in so many different parts of the economy. So today, with a very strong dollar, companies importing um, are getting the benefit of that. So you may be saving money on being able to import, so providing letter of credit facilities, foreign exchange facilities. Uh, companies also, because of the supply chain issues, still need to be very nimble. So they need to be able to buy machinery quickly. Manufacturers, we all know, capital intensive uh, industry. Um, you can't wait for financing. So we're encouraging our borrowers and our customers, set up the lines in place now. Set up a working capital facility. Set up a letter of credit for an exchange facility. Um, set up a line to be able to uh, buy machinery and equipment very quickly. So, you know, cash is still king. So if you're first in line, you know, a manufacturer is going to sell to you if you have the cash to buy versus waiting for financing. Um, so a lot of uh, the economics have changed. You know, again, if you're an exporter today, you know, again, a very different situation. Your cost with a strong dollar, uh, you're really trying to protect your profit margin. So again, we're stepping in to try and help with some of those equipment purchases that can make companies more, uh, more nimble uh, and more streamlined. So are you seeing a lot of companies starting to do that to prepare? I guess, you know, everyone had an idea of what was coming, but really starting to, to prep for even what's coming down the road. Yeah, I, I think some of the, um, I don't think we expected the level of inflation, especially wage inflation. And of course, when you're in an economy that is already short of labor, um, that is really going to, uh, to impact your business. So can you use robotics? Is that an opportunity for a company to become more streamlined? And obviously the financing for those type of changes in a company's uh, manufacturing base. Um, so these are the things that are really important right now um, because you know wage inflation doesn't usually go away. And um, so we're going to be stuck with that for a while. So it's really uh, you know, helping companies become more nimble, uh, become more streamlined and more efficient. Yeah, I think I was just reading something the other day, you know, once you increase those wages, 
well, you have to do it for your whole team and you can't really go back exactly and go back down but some of the other prices we can expect uh to get to decrease a little bit yeah hopefully you know you, you look at that last stage of a, of a manufacturer if they're selling if they're selling domestically they'll probably be okay but then again you have transportation costs you know oil prices diesel prices so these are things that are still impacting a, a lot of uh, companies all right and there's a couple of data points um in line with uh, CBIA's Manufacturing Summit, we also uh, put together a survey. And we're not going to give that away just yet, but there is some good news in the survey um, with business leaders' outlook for the coming year um, and how businesses profited over the last year when maybe they didn't expect to. Um, what are you hearing from manufacturers that you're working with um, about their outlook for the coming year? and kind of also looking at how they did last year? I think most companies are coming off a, a good year. I, I, I believe that's true. Um, you know, we're seeing, obviously, in, in our industry, we get to, the opportunity to see financial statements every year. And um, for the most part, it's been, it was a good year last year. Um, coming into this year, it's gonna be interesting. I think if we, I think demand is still there, which is kind of the, the issue we're having in the economy. You know, how much will the Fed continue to increase rates? Um, and I think it's finally starting to slow down demand. So I think we may see a little bit of a softening. Um, you can argue we're already in a, in a recession or one is certainly coming. Um, so I think there will be a little bit of a slowdown. I think corporate profits can be strained if you can't pass on those costs. Um, to your end buyer, uh, that's gonna be a problem for some companies. So you have to really look at your competition. You really have to be looking at your cost structure uh, right now. Uh, it's, it's gonna be a critical piece to see companies that can and are able to pass on uh, price increases uh, versus those who can't. And those are gonna be the ones that are really gonna struggle. Any other advice for, for small businesses, manufacturers right now? Um, just prepare uh, for the worst? <laughs> you know, for small businesses and, and even mid some, some mid-side businesses, you have to use what's available out there. So, you know, if you look at, if you're concerned about cash flow, uh, which every company is, um, so look at it and say, all right, I can go to a bank um, and buy a piece of uh, machinery and they'll give me a five or seven, seven year loan. Well, ask the bank, what if I did this as a um, SBA working capital or uh, capital program where you can get 10, 12, 15 years uh, amortization. So that's greatly, you could greatly increase your cash flow uh, and really help you down the road. So these are the type of things that uh, companies should be looking at and banks should really be suggesting as a way to, to improve their cash flow. One of the things that we spoke with a couple of manufacturers who work with TD Bank was just having that um, relationship to just call someone with TD Bank, have their cell phone number really in so many cases. Yeah. Is that something that you guys you know, are proud of to, to provide that customer service? Absolutely. That's, you know, at the end of the day, as much as we start to say there's more uh, technology, and especially on the consumer side, technology is king. But on the business side, it's still that one-on-one -on -one relationship. And what we like to say is, you know, we're a bank that, you know, relates to you and works with you as, as if we were a small community, community bank, 
but we have the resources of an international cash management um, working capital facilities, um, whether it's derivatives to, to fix some of your, your cost right now, uh, lock in some rates. Uh, we have all those capabilities of the sixth largest bank in the country, but also work with our customers on a one-to-one -one individual basis. So as we mentioned at the beginning, TD Bank is sponsoring the 2022 Made in Connecticut Manufacturing Summit again this year um, at the Oakdale Theater on October 27th. So we're really excited about that to bring in a lot of manufacturers together, celebrate Manufacturing Month, which we've been seeing already everything <laughs> pop up on social media. What are you most excited for this year? You know, last year was I think the first year we did it in person after a few years and that in and of itself was exciting so I think this year will be even bigger and it's great to be at the Oakdale where we have uh, more space and uh, the ability to see more companies and I, to me that is the, ex the exciting part you know it really is to, to be person to person with manufacturers to hear their story um, you know, it was funny, a year ago, and I still remember this, and I, I won't mention the name because I don't want to, uh, to get them in trouble, but you know, we were talking about just-in-time inventory and what inventory means today in a, in a world constrained by, uh, uh, by, by uh, bottlenecks. And he said to me, you know, we went from just-in-time to just-in-case. So that was a great comment to, to me to say we better be prepared to start looking at inventory financing down the road as companies gear up. But you know, aside from the really important part of meeting people in person, I think the, the speakers this year are going to be you know, really great. I mean, topics of supply chain and, uh, and really of talking about how to navigate uh, a training and our, and our people, I think those two topics. Are, are great and I think it's really going to be a, a real value add for uh, for everyone there. Yeah, it's always great to bring different manufacturers, different sizes together and talk about what they're seeing with the supply chain but also the predictions and advice um, from people like you. So we're really excited for that and I think everyone loves the networking aspect. Oh, that's, right? that's, always, that's <laughs> always the best part. Yeah, it brings everyone together. So and we haven't been um, to the Oakdale in a couple of years. So should be nice. That'll be great. Looking right. forward to it. If you're listening and interested in attending the summit, it's not too late to register. Go to cbia.com forward slash events. And thank you so much for being on this week's BizCast. And thank you for listening to this week's BizCast. You can uh, listen to more episodes and subscribe on Apple or YouTube. And for more episodes, head on over to cbia.com.